Welcome to Digital AF. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about future-proofing your business by sharing five activation marketing channels all businesses should be exploring. Digital AF, the digital marketing podcast that features real conversations from those who live and breathe the digital agency life. April Ford Digital Agency shares their tips, tricks, and exposes the truth about what works and what doesn't. Welcome to Digital AF. Let's get into it. So the first on my list today of activation marketing channels is in-store experience. So what do I mean by that? Basically what happens when they walk into your physical office and or store. So if you think about the customer journey, so how are they being greeted when they walk in the door? What are they actually seeing when they walk in the door? Are your salespeople or your customer service staff educated in not only the product, but also the customer and what they're, what problems they're facing and how your products will actually solve those problems? Is information easy to access? Like is your pricing on display and is it up to date? So I went into a car showroom the other day. We were looking at a new car. Obviously, we'd driven to Brisbane to go to a better showroom for this particular car we were looking at. And when we got there, they had all the paint samples, but half of them weren't available anymore. So he was like taking them away whilst we were standing there. And then the salesperson really struggled to articulate to us the difference between the new model that was coming out compared to the current model. And then when we asked to see something, he took us down to the basement and sat us in a car that was currently being fixed by the mechanic which was in my mind quite a poor in-store experience because, you know, that person's playing music. It's not really presented in the best possible way. It's not clean, things like that. So this person knew we were coming down. We'd actually made an appointment with them, but our in-store experience and what we were shown really did not match the investment we were making. And we left kind of disappointed, to be honest, what we thought or what we decided. And the salesperson had just referred to what was on the website the whole time. So we figured we'd just go home and basically place an order through the website, which was disappointing, but I think that was the nature of their in-store experience. So the next one on my list is trade shows and expos. So trade shows are really important for B2B type of businesses and expos are amazing for B2C. So trade shows, example of this might be if you've got a product that you want to sell to resellers because you're a wholesaler, this is a great place for you to often show that product, talk to people that are going to potentially represent your product in the marketplace, show them, do demonstrations, et cetera. And then expos is more B2C where you do have consumers walking around. So they may even be purchasing that product or they're trialing it or touching it and testing it and then going home later on to purchase it online. A great example of B2C would be like caravan and camping expos. So they do them all over Australia. And so if you are a product category that sells to that target market and your product aligns with why people are showing up at those expos, it's a great place for you to reach a new audience that you aren't already on your list and are not just hanging out on your website. An example of a B2B trade show would be, you know, if you were in furniture or homewares categories, there's some amazing expos that they run in Sydney and in Melbourne, which brings lots of buyers into one location. And then you've got a lot of sellers of different products within that category. They get to touch it, feel it. You know, you might have interior designers and then you might have buyers for furniture store brands, et cetera, all in one room. And it's a great place for you to showcase what you've got on offer. Third on the list is events. 
This is a great way to bring customers back to your brand, make them feel special and remind them why they worked with you in the first place. Examples of this could be VIP nights, which are really common in things like, you know, cosmetics or injectables, things like that. Sip and shop, which we've seen like start to rise where, you know, um, they're invited in to come and shop in store and they're given some champagne on entry or something along those lines. So they feel a little bit more special. You've got launches. So if you've got a new product launching or a new service launching, it's a great way to remind people of your brand. Education or information events. If you have medical products or you might service that category, we've had clients in the past run information events about products that are launching and why they're important and they might get some specialists to come in and speak at those events as well. You've got menu launches. So if you're in hospitality and you're launching a new menu for autumn or for winter or something along those lines, and even just celebrations. So if you've got a birthday or an anniversary coming up for your business, it's just another great way to invite those people in that have worked with you in the past. They might bring friends, but it just generates a little bit of word of mouth and just excitement. So you can say thank you to those people that have supported you, but hopefully also create a bit of buzz around the business again. Next, we have collaboration and influences. So collaborations can be done in a few different ways. They are a great way to share audiences and create new customers. And you can come up with a product that applies to both markets. So if I think of one off the top of my head, Birkenstock are doing this really well at the moment. They're actually partnering with lots of different brands and, you know, brands in the same category as well. So they can share audiences and create new audiences together So you can use influencers to tap into their conversations that they're having with their audiences. They might be a micro-influencer, you know, so above 10,000 people that follow them on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, where at TikTok, wherever they are. And then you've got macro, which is more like kind of celebrity status or personality status. So an example of collaboration is actually our work at podcast where we are meeting with other female business owners and sharing their stories across our platform. So obviously I have a a like to like experience where we have created businesses, but it's listening to their unique story and then sharing those podcasts across both audiences. What's really important with any collaboration or any influence that you work with is that it must feel genuine and really relate and be in line with what you stand for as a brand and add value to that audience as well. There are some great businesses out there that help with facilitating these relationships if you don't have any currently. Things like Collabasaurus, Vamp and even agents of public figures as well. They're always open to discussing collaborations or influencer agreements, etc. And finally, we have community. So what is a community? It's a place for like-minded people to share stories, ask questions and engage with each other. Facebook has a great platform called Groups, which can be closed or invitation-only environments. These type of groups, you know, some of our clients have them and they've got tens of thousands of people inside of them. They're great for hobby style products like gardening or sewing. And it's a great way to speak directly to your audience like a person. So they feel special and you can connect with them a little bit more. It's also a great way to grow relationships and champion the cool stuff that they're doing. So if I think about gardening, you know, you get a lot of people who are sharing what they're gardening or what they're growing at the moment. And a lot of the rest of the audience champion that and are very encouraging of that person, which is so lovely to see. All of these activation style marketing channels can bring you further brand awareness, strengthen trust with your audience and help to create word of mouth. 
It's important to remember that every piece of marketing you do impacts the other marketing channel. They are not separate silos. This is while trialing new things is what is important for reaching today's educated consumer. Thanks for listening.